Hi, this is Pastor JC. I want to thank you for listening to today's podcast here at Faith Outreach Church. We want to invite you anytime you're in the area to come by and visit us at 3001 Wallace Avenue here in Terre Haute, Indiana. Sit back and enjoy today's message. And the exceeding greatness of your power to usward who believe, according to the working of your mighty power, which you wrought in Christ when you raised him from the dead and set him at your own right hand in heavenly places, far above all the principalities and powers and mights and dominions and every name that is named, not only in this world, but that which is to come, and placed all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is your body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Father, we thank you today. We confess that we have ears to hear and eyes to see what the Spirit of God is saying and doing in our midst today. We give you praise, we give you glory, and we say you are holy. Hallelujah. And Lord, we thank you. We're holy. Glory to God, because you made us that way after your image and your likeness. We give you praise today and thank thanksgiving in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. You can be seated. Hallelujah. Can you say praise the Lord? Amen, 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 amen. Glory to God. God is good. Well, hallelujah. You know, we've been saying this for all throughout the first of the year and so forth. By the end of the year, the complexion of this church, right? Complexion. The complexion of this church is going to change. And one of the things that the Lord has been dealing and speaking to me about early on in the year was about healing in this church. We have a history of, there's a history in this church about divine healing miracles. We have people that have been healed of cancer. We have people that have been uh, blind and could see. There's been people, there's numerous things that have happened with people throughout the years of this church, how that God has moved here. Amen. Uh, we had Carolyn, she testified, was it the Wednesday before, last Wednesday? She got up and testified that during our worship night, praise God, she got healed of a migraine. Amen. And so God's in the healing business. Amen. He is a healer. And one of the things that has been on our heart that we are going to get, that God wants to get that flow back in this church. Amen. And I know that we've had different ones. We had the Durants come in, and they were teaching, and we had miracles happen in there. Uh, we had what uh, was uh, um, the, who was, the, Harold. Harold got healed. Uh, that was awesome. Uh, something with his wrists, you know, during that time. We've had different ones and so forth. But the, the Lord's really been impressing upon my heart that if a healing flow is going to come, it's going to come through the pastor, because I'm going to have to be the one that opens the door to this. Amen. And one thing you're going to know, one thing, if you haven't figured out about me, I'm very tenacious. Once I find out what God has, I'm, I'm going to get it. It may take me a while. It really might. It may take me a while, but I'm going to stick with it until I know that we're where God wants us to be. And I know that this is where we're supposed to be going now. And so, you know, I've been praying about it. I knew the first of the year, and I really felt like that we're going to start having some, uh, a service that's going to be called a healing service. All right? The, I, know we can, I know we can have things, you know, just spontaneous happening, and the Lord do things. And, but I believe that we're supposed to have a service every month that's going to be called a healing service. And one of the things that was, one of the things that the Lord was impressing upon me was that I need to have a pre-service, a pre-healing service. And the reason why is because people need to be instructed, people's faith need to be fed to get ready to receive what God has for them. I don't care how old of a Christian you are, how long you've been saved, what you do know, you still have to be, re you have to be refreshed, you have to be, you have to be encouraged, your faith has to, you know, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God, it doesn't say faith come by having heard. Amen. And my, and my goal and my objective is, is to raise the percentages of healing in this church. 
not just, not just one here, one there, but I want to see, glory to God, where, we're, where there's a flow in here where people will have the confidence, have the faith that when they come in here, they know that they're going to get touched by God, that there's a hope that they have, that they can come here where there's no other hope anywhere else to turn from, but glory to God, they hear that there's a healer in the house. Amen. And so, you know, the, there are people who, their ministers or churches have backed off from it. But I'm telling you what, Jesus is still the healer. It's still the will of God for every man to be, man, woman, and child to be well. I don't care what experiences, what things have happened in the past. It doesn't change the will of God. And so God is still, God is still healing today. What we need to do is pray and we need to believe God that God will give us the light, give us the insight so that we'll be better in getting lined up with the will of God. Amen? So I'm going to have the ushers pass out. This is something that I've been, I've been working on for months, actually, uh, for the pre-healing service. And this will probably be the last time we do it this way. We want, what, I, what I see us doing is having a, a class the Sunday before hands are going to be laid on you that you'll come and go through that class. Then the next Sunday, then you'll come and you'll be, have hands laid on you. Someone says, well, is it mandatory? No, nothing's mandatory. But I'm telling you this, you need to, there are, I know that there are things that can help you and get you more prepared. Amen. I've done this long enough. We've been at this, you know, we were raised, we went to a, a, a school that was about miracles, it was about healings, about faith. We, we, we sat under a man who Jesus appeared to and taught him about these things. We've done it over the year. So there are just some things we've learned. There are some things that we've walked out ourselves. Amen. And so I just know that this is going to help. You know, it's not, it's, you have to understand, it's never on God's end. It never is. It's always on our end. Amen. And just to throw up your hands because, well, you know, I tried this or hands were laid on me or I prayed this and nothing happened. And just to throw up your hands and walk away from it, well, you've already been defeated. You're exactly where the devil wants you. He wants, he wants us as a church to walk away. He wants us as a church, you know, because, you know, it's easier to make excuses is, and then to find out the truth and find out why. Yeah. It really is. Amen. That's why you have all these, you have these churches that will say, well, it must have not been the will of God. Well, how easy is that to say? Because why? Well, no responsibility goes on us. We're just putting it back on, the, back on God. But God's word is his will. Amen. Say that with me. God's word, God's word is, his will. is his will. Amen. So I'm, gonna, so I'm going to do this this morning just like you were coming into the class. Get you ready. And if you, have, if you want hands laid on you next Sunday, well, then you need to pay very uh, you, you need to pay attention to what's happening because this is going to help you. Amen. And you need, to give, you need to give us the importance that you would give to the doctor. If he said, I want you to do this with this week when, and then come back. Well, let's give Dr. Jesus the same honor. Amen. Let's give him that. So let's start off in Psalm 103. Psalm 103.2 Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. What do you mean, bless the Lord, O my soul? I, I asked that question when I first got saved. I was in the church, and I kept going around asking everyone, who's, who's he talking to? O my soul, O my soul. And you wouldn't believe all the answers I got. I got all kinds of different answers. But the truth of, the, the truth of it is, you know who he's talking to? David was talking to himself. My soul is himself. You need to encourage yourself, speak to yourself, preach to yourself. Amen? Amen. 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 You need to learn to do that. That's being spiritual. Yeah. Amen. That's not being nutty as the world would try to, you know, proclaim. But you need to be able to preach to you. And when he said, bless the Lord, O my soul, he was saying, David... You, right now is a good time. What you're going through, you need to lift up your hands and start praising God. 
You know that one of the one of the fruits of the spirit is called temperance. You know that's one of the things you know that you're starting to grow up when you start having self-control, when you're able to discipline yourself, when you're able to make yourself go do things that you know that you don't want to do, that you know you're not feeling like you need to do, but you know that it's right. You know that it's God. You know this is the principles of God. You know this is what the Lord teaches and wants, and so you do it anyhow. Amen. That's temperance. Yeah. I said, that's growing up in the Lord, not being led by your feelings, not being led by your emotion, not being a roller coaster, but just being steady all the time, doing it whether you feel like it or whether you don't. And you need to be able to, you need to be able to encourage yourself. You need to be able to speak to yourself. And this is what he's doing. He's saying, he says, bless the Lord, oh my soul. And so he's saying, all right, this is what I'm supposed to do. This is what I'm trained to do. This is what the Lord says. You know, what James says, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptation, tests and trials, knowing this, that this is the proving of your faith. He says, count it all joy. He didn't say it feels like joy. He didn't say that it's going to seem like joy. He didn't say you're going to feel happy. He said, but this is when you're supposed to do this. This is like one plus one equals two. A trial that you're going through equals joy. That's what you're supposed to do. Amen. Well, I don't feel like it. Well, it didn't ask you if you felt like it. If you want to get through it, this is what you're going to do. If you want to get it through it God's way, then do this. If you want to go through it the world's way, then be your old grumpy self. Amen. Go ahead and be sad and depressed and hope for the best. But there is a way of God. Everyone say a way of God. So he says, bless the Lord, oh my soul. And he says, and he's saying this, David, don't forget. Don't forget your benefits. Hallelujah. That'd be the same way. I could be saying, JC, you know, I'm going through some things. JC, don't forget. Don't forget. You got benefits. Amen. I'm encouraging myself. Don't forget my benefits. What's that? Who forgiveth all your iniquities and who healeth all your diseases. You got diseases in here today? You got sickness in here today? You ever think, take disease and just separate it. Dis-ease. If you got dis-ease, God is the one who healeth. All your diseases, all your discomforts, all your pains, all your infirmities. Are you listening? Hallelujah. Notice he said this, bless the Lord, bless the Lord, bless the Lord, my soul. So he's telling himself, come on, come on, come on. Remember, 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 remember you've got help. Remember he's a healer. Remember he's my deliverer. Amen. Okay, go to the next here. It says, this is, this is why we wrote this. My purpose is to prepare you to receive healing so that you may be whole. Now, you can look these scriptures up later. Luke 5, 15, 6, 17 says that the people came to hear and to be healed. It's important that you hear first. Now, this was Jesus preaching. And it says they came to hear what he had to say and then be healed. Hear and be healed. See, we just want to come up and get the healing. But you need to hear. You need to hear. Amen. Amen. And so, it's important to hear the instructions before being prayed for. Romans 10, 17. Faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. You need to understand that principle. Faith doesn't come by me laying hands on you. Faith doesn't come by me praying for you. Faith comes to you by hearing the word of God. Hearing that Jesus is a healer. Hearing that he has come and took your infirmities and bore your sicknesses. Hearing God's word is what brings faith to you to receive. Amen. It says when people are unprepared before being prayed for, their success, success rate decreases. So what we want to do, we want to give you something to up, to increase the success. Number one, 
Read the healing verses daily. So this is what I want you to do. If you want hands laid on you next week, I want you to do this daily. I want you to get ready because you're going to get healed. Amen. You got to get ready to receive it. Proverbs 4.20. My son, attend to my words. Incline your ears unto my sayings. Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life unto those that find them and their health to all their flesh. One translation says medicine to all your flesh. What? The word. The word. Okay. That's why we need to give importance to the, the word of God. Take your medicine three times per day, orally by confession. You can't overdose on the gospel. We call it the gospels. Hallelujah. So let, me get, so let me just give you three scriptures right here that, to meditate this week. All right? Matthew 8, 17. It says that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, himself took your infirmity and bore your sicknesses. Say that with me. Himself took my infirmity and he bore my sicknesses. Now, without really just doing a whole teaching on this, I just want to make this comment on here. That if he took yours, then what you have right now that you're experiencing doesn't belong to you. Okay? If he took... What the, when the, the Bible says he took it, whether it be some kind of an intestinal thing, whether it be some sugar diabetes, whether it be some kind of, uh, you know, blood or whatever, if you're having symptoms of those things and those things are prevailing in you, listen, according to this verse here, it doesn't belong to you. It's not yours. Jesus took yours. Say it, Jesus took mine. Now, it's important that you understand that. Because for any reason you think that you're worthy to, to have it or you're supposed to have it or it's God's will to have it, you're not going to be able to get rid of it. And that's the way the devil plays our minds. That's the way he plays tricks on us. It's some kind of a heredity thing that, you know, it comes down through my family so, I, you know, I didn't have no way out or, or I was born with it or uh, whatever. You, you've got it right now. He's always going to play with your mind that, you know, you're supposed to have it. God, you know, you're going through it for some reason or whatever. Any of those things, if those are, if those are playing with you until you get, get over that, you can't get your healing. Amen. So this will help you. Matthew 8, 17, himself took your infirmity and bore your sicknesses. Number, the next one, 1 Peter 2, 24. It says, who his own self, speaking of Jesus, bear our sins in his own body on the tree. How many believe he did that? Yeah, I mean, the whole Christendom believes that. They don't have a problem with that part of the verse, that he died for our sins. Amen. Our sins was placed on him. But it also, it doesn't stop there. That we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness by whose stripes you are healed. Actually, it says you were healed. Worse past tense. Amen. So again, this shows you that your sickness, the sickness and disease that's in the, the world today that sometimes comes on us, listen, it says here, he has already taken care of it for us. All right? Now, Hebrews 13, 8. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, we know that he was a healer back then, but how about today? How about, how, about, how about on in September? Is he a healer in 2019? Well, the Bible says he's the same yesterday, today, right here today. Here, here on this Sunday and tomorrow he'll be forever. Amen? So the will of God has never changed. Never. I don't, it may, there may not be much healing going on. There may not be much miracles happening in our midst at this moment. But listen, it's not God's will that they are not happening. He's never changed. He's always wanted to be a deliverer. He's always intended to be the healer. He's always intended to be the miracle worker. Never has, never has he changed. Amen. We just got to be stirred up in that. We just got to contend for it. We just got to get to a place. We're not going to be denied. 
If it's God's will, if that's what God's want, we're going to have it. Amen. It may not happen overnight, but guess what? We're going to stay with it until it starts happening. Because it, no, we know it's the will of God. We know this is what God wants. Amen. And don't think you won't stir up the devil and, you know, and he'll start playing with it. But listen, greater is he that is in us than he is in the world. And if we'll not be denied and if we'll not quit, listen, we'll have God's perfect will here. Amen. And if that's your healing, then so be it. Be healed. Amen. You just can't, you can't lie down and quit and say, well, you know, I, I've been at it for years. I, you know, this is a chronic thing. This is something I don't know what else to do. You're going to have to cast that out of there and you're going to say, no, a new day has dawned. Amen. Amen. I'm getting it. I'm getting what belongs to me. Okay, number two. So the, these three scriptures... All right, the ones we just read, Matthew 8, 17, 1 Peter 2, 24, Hebrews 13, uh, uh, 13, 8. I want you to memorize these verses this week. I want you to confess these verses day, in the morning, in the noontime, in the nighttime. Listen, you're getting ready to receive your healing. You're getting ready to get your miracle. You're getting ready to receive what God has already uh, laid up for you. All right, so there's some things you need to do. And I'm helping you to get to a place where there's going to be a greater chance, a greater percentage of you get healed. If you'll do these things. And if you'll not just do them half, halfway. So memorize these verses. Say, well, I don't understand all. Well, memorize them anyways. Amen. Quit trying to figure it all out. Amen. Trust God. Hallelujah. He just said that the word is medicine to your flesh. So you don't have to understand, when you take your natural medicine, you don't have to understand everything that's in there, do you? The makeup of it. The doctor said, take it, so you take it. He says, this is what it'll do, so you believe that's what it'll do. Well, this is what God said his word will do. So just take it. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you. You think that would be, you know, we wouldn't... No, forget that, but we do sometimes. And I got, and uh, I, th I think I put on there, do it now. Did I put it on there? Well, my other thing I did. So let's ask him right now. Say this, Heavenly Father, thank you for the Holy Ghost. Spirit of truth, help me to get my healing. Thank you for it. In Jesus' name. Amen. He's our helper. Okay, so you're, you're including him. Okay, build your faith to receive healing. And I got on this step is very important. Say throughout the day, make sure you think of it. When hands are laid on me, I will receive healing for my body. Say that with me. When hands are laid on me, I will receive healing for my body. Say it again. When hands are laid on me, I will receive healing for my body. Over in Mark 5, 28, it talks about when uh, the lady with the issue of blood, she said that she, that she said that when I touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. The Greek even comes out a little more, and it says she kept on saying. So this is where we're getting this from. You're, you're schooling yourself in faith. Yes. Amen. You're getting yourself prepared for what's getting ready to have. You're, you're releasing your faith to receive. And so this is what I want you to do all week. And make sure you think of it. Lord, I thank you. Next Sunday, when hands are laid on me, I'm getting my healing. I'm getting it. All right? I want you to say that. Amen. If you're serious about getting healed, if, you want, if, you're to, if you're wanting to get what God has for you, then you need to do this. Amen. Um, Mark 16, 18. Here's the scripture we're using for laying hands. They shall lay hands on the sick and they'll what? They'll recover. So this is not something we made up. This is not something that we, you know, we just thought of. This is something that the Bible says when we lay hands on you in Jesus' name, it says you will recover. 
Hallelujah. So you need to be expecting that next week when hands are laid on you, you're going to go into the recovery mode. You believe that? Come on, I believe this. I believe some of you are going to get over this hump. I really do. I believe this is going to be, you're going to get over it, what you've been struggling with, what you've been fighting with. I believe this is going to get, I believe God's going to get you over it. Amen. Okay, then see, thank God throughout the day that healing belongs to you and you're going to possess it when you receive prayer. Believing is possessing. Listen, healing, healing belongs to every person. But in order for you to get what God has for you, you got to possess it. Remember the children of Israel? When, they, when God said, this, this land is your land? Well, he, he told them it belonged to them, but then they had to go in and possess it. They had to, go, they had to do something. And it's the same way with anything of God. Everything that's been provided for you through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. But as a believer now, by faith, you're going to have to learn to possess it. That's why Christians do without, because they just think everything's going to be automatic. It's not automatic. It isn't. Thank God for those, you know, when the gifts of the Spirit uh, manifest and, and someone gets blessed that way. But listen, the normal way is for a Christian is you're going to get it by faith. So you need to thank him. You need to, you need to prepare. You remember like what David said, oh, bless the Lord, oh, my soul. You need to start letting your, you need to speak to your soul. And you say, soul, you need to get happy. You need to get glad because glory to God, when hands are laid on you Sunday, you're getting your healing. Amen. You need to talk to yourself. Are you listening? Hallelujah, the things you've been struggling with, the things that's not, there, nothing's changed, no hope. You need to preach to yourself, you know what, those days are over. It may, you may have to really get on you for a while. Because you've been so used to not seeing something or having something. Amen, you've been, you've been in the molly grubs for so long, it may take a while for you to get, to get yourself uh, in faith and get yourself ready for what's, what God's getting ready to do for you. But you got to do it. I said, you have to do it. Amen. Hallelujah. I mean, I mean, you might have to do a little shouting. Woo, glory to God. I'm getting ready to get healed. Hallelujah. We were watching the football game yesterday, the college football. And after Nebraska and Colorado, and after the game, gosh. I never seen so many students. They they just went they went down on the field and they were going nuts. And I said, all over a football game. Winning the winning the the, the game. Well, come on. If they can do that, you can get excited about healing. You can get excited about Jesus. You can get excited about him too. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Glory. And you're gonna have to put get yourself there. Count it all joy. I'm gonna say count it all joy. Yeah. Amen. Okay, number four. Simple understanding about divine healing. Okay, these are, I'm just sharing things that I've learned, that I've walked through, and that I've, you know, had to understand, and that's why I'm sharing it the way I am. <clears throat> when being prayed for, A, you receive healing virtue, God's healing power. Now, you would be surprised how many people don't get this. Because they'll come up and we'll pray for them. <clears throat> In Jesus' name, lay hands on you. Be healed. <clears throat> Go to the next one. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. And then, the, you know, and so your arm's hurting. And you check your arm. No difference yet. And you're thinking, I didn't get nothing. And they walk away with the thought and the confession, I didn't get anything. You didn't come up to get that. You come up to get the healing power or what's called virtue that will create and cause the healing in your body. Amen. That's the only thing that you need to be, that's the only thought you need to be thinking on when you come up is that I'm going to get the healing power. 
The Bible says when that lady with the issue of blood touched the hem of his garment, it said Jesus knowing in himself that virtue went out of him, or it's called power, or it's called healing, in the, in the whichever translation you look it up. Okay? So when we're praying for you, there's one thing that God's giving to you, and that's virtue. That's power. And that's spiritual. It is. It's spiritual. Okay? And the only way you can receive is by faith. So you've, got, so you've got to understand that when you come up here, glory to God, when you come up, you, you ask for your healing, we lay hands on you, and then by faith, we'll show you here in a minute, you're going to say, thank God I got it. Because God gave it to you. All right? So everyone say healing virtue. Healing virtue. That's what you're coming to receive. All right, B, now listen to this. Healing virtue is like God. Well, it is God, actually, the Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit. But he said, it, now notice, it's invisible and it's not promised to be felt. God's invisible, but he's real, right? Absolutely. Will, will one day we see him? Yeah, with our, with our eyes, we will see him. Because he's in the realm of the Spirit. Actually, we are already in the realm of the spirit too because you're a spirit being. You live in a body, you possess a soul. So you're, you're, you're in that realm. But the fact of it is you can't see him and you can't see healing either. And it's not promised that you'll feel it. Well, I didn't feel nothing. Well, that's okay. I, I guarantee you that most of the people that we pray for won't feel anything either. And that doesn't mean that you did something wrong or that there wasn't anything given to you. Amen. You just have to recognize that you did get it by faith because you did the instructions that God told us. Okay? So we know one thing. We're coming up, to he we're coming up when we come up to the healing line, we're coming up to get the healing power. Number two, we're not promised that we'll feel it, see it, or any, have anything uh, outwardly give us a sign or tell us we got it. Okay? All right. C. Therefore, we have to get it by faith. Everything that you receive from God is by faith. Mark eleven twenty four. This is this is how to get it. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever you desire, well, healing would be a desire, right? You need healing power. Okay. What things soever you desire, when you pray, believe, believe what that you receive it, and then it says, then you'll have it. Do you believe you receive it after you see it? No, you're too, you, you're too late then. You're backwards. You have to believe you receive it before you see it, before you feel it, before there's any sign. You believe. Everyone say, I believe. I believe. So when I pray, when I pray for you, then your, your faith is, okay, when hands are laid on me, I believe, I receive it. That's why I say it with my mouth. Lord, I thank you. I receive it by faith right now. Because you told me to believe it. Now, if you could see it or feel it, then you wouldn't have to believe it. Then he says, now know this. Believe this. It's going to come to pass. Well, that's like Mark 16. He says, you'll lay hands on the, belief, or lay hands on the sick and they shall, shall, shall recover. So even there is showing that it could be a process. Well, if it doesn't happen instantly, it's not God. Well, that's not true. That's just a, that's just a, a, a thought or a teaching that's been you know, put out there that causes people to lose, lose their healing. Because they think everything has to happen immediately. No, a lot of times it's a process. And here we see it. He says, if you believe you receive it, it shall Come to pass. Everyone say, shall come to pass. Amen. So right there's telling you it's going to be in the future. But why, let me ask you, why is it going to come to pass? Because I've received the healing power now. 
the virtue, the power, the power, the healing power of God's working in me now. That's what's going to produce the healing. See, something has to produce healing. Well, I don't believe in that. Well, isn't that funny? God's already put a, a, a degree of healing in our bodies. Cut yourself, and you'll see that you'll see there'll be a healing process already there if everything's working right, nature-wise in your body. Well, why couldn't it just increase? Why couldn't God just increase it? That power. See, to a degree, it's already working. All right, so the, so the prayer of faith is right here in Mark eleven twenty four. 24. When, when whatever you desire, believe. Okay, that's what I said. I believe because I'm believing according to what God told me to believe. I'm believing I receive healing right now in Jesus' name. That's how you do it. That's what, that's, that's what you need to be doing when you come up here. Not worshiping, praise, praying in tongues, or doing any of those things at that moment. You need to come up for one thing in mind. I'm getting it. I'm receiving it. Through the laying on of hands. Okay? Um, D. Must believe. Everyone say must believe. believe. Alright. You've got to believe this. That when you ask, he gave it to you. You've got to believe that. Again, you can't go by any other sign other than what he said in his word. The, the word is the proof that you're needing and looking for. The word is your proof. What Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, and the evidence... Of things not seen. Evidence. It's the evidence. Okay, the word is your evidence. Well, I don't feel nothing. You don't have to go by that evidence there. That evidence is lying to you right now. That evidence is, try, is ex telling you there's nothing working in you. The evidence you got to go by right now is the word. No, I prayed and I believed and so therefore it's working. Are you hearing? I'm telling you, these are pitfalls. These are where people fall at, right here. Because the devil's going to try to, he's going to try to confuse you. He's going to try to talk you out of it. He's, he's going to work every, every angle he can to convince you nothing's happening. And, all, and what he wants you to do is grow weary in your well-doing and faint. He wants you to throw up your hands and say, there again, I'm disappointed. That's what he wants. You have to believe it's working, and you have to believe that. You have to. Now, look here. He goes on. Um, Romans 8, 32. He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give? Everyone say freely give us all things see God is not a withholder well God didn't give it to me that's a lie I said that's a lie yeah but nothing changed I don't care that's a lie the Bible says that he gave his only begotten son for us he said, if I, he, he said to you he said Stephanie if I gave you my son he goes am I going to withhold anything else from you answer is no because his son was his prized possession. And that was the proof that he says, there, if you need healing, he goes, I'm not withholding it from you. He goes, I won't withhold something from you that you need. Matter of fact, Proverbs says if he did, that would be evil. And God's not evil. He said, if your neighbor needs something and you won't give it to him at that moment, he says, that's evil. And therefore, that'd be the same thing with God. If you need something and God wouldn't give it to you, then he's evil. And he's not evil. We just, read, we just sung about he's holy and true and faithful. So see, that's a lie. I said, that's a lie. It's freely given to you. 
to everyone, to whosoever will. It's to whosoever will come and, and receive. There's no stipulation on that. Amen. So you've got to believe that. That when you come up here to have hands laid on you, there can be no hesitation, no doubt. There can be no, no thoughts of anything that God is going to withhold it from you. God is going to keep it from you. He's up here judging you. He's up here, you know, looking over the last week, the last month, how you've acted. No, when you come up to receive from him, he said he will freely give it to you. Freely give it to you. Okay, let's go to the next one. E, you take it through prayer. In this case, the laying of hands. So again, when you come up here to have hands laid on you, that'll be the time that is transmitted to you. That's just one way to receive. There are many ways. But we're going to be, next Sunday, we're going to be doing it through the laying on of hands. Amen. So when we lay hands on you, that'll be the moment you release your faith. Glory to God, I take it, Lord, right now. Thank you for it. September, what is that going to be, the 14th, 15th? On September the 15th, glory to God, Lord, I thank you, I receive my healing. All right, F, you must believe after prayer that you now have God's healing virtue working in you. Notice these things I'm telling you, you've got to believe this. Oh, I can't believe. No, you, it's a choice you won't believe. You can, you won't. But it only works for those who believe. You, and, if you, and if you can't believe that, then don't come up and have hands laid on you because you're not ready. Don't come up for healing yet if you're not ready. Amen. Do the instructions. Um... You must believe after prayer that you now have God's healing virtue working in you. You, can rely, you can't rely on feelings or sign, but only that he gave it to you when you asked. Hallelujah. Can't, you can't rely on any other thing. Can't rely on if you have the pain yet or not, whether you see the lump go down or not, whether... You know, the tests come back or not. No, you've got, to keep your, you've got to keep your place, your faith in the fact of, no, it's working in me. Just give it time. Thank you, Lord. It's working. Hallelujah. So, if you're one hands laid on you next week, then I, I want to encourage you to do this. Work on this. Make it a priority this week. Amen. I mean, study it. Go, go over the scriptures. Do the, do the confessions. When hands are laid on me, I'm going to receive healing from my body. Glory to God. Encourage yourself. Hallelujah. This, this is all. Everything's getting ready to change here in my body. Glory to God. Amen. You say, well, what if we're taking medicine? Well, go ahead and keep taking your medicine. That's not your faith. That's not going to hurt anything. Hallelujah. Sooner or later, you'll, you'll, you'll be able to quit taking it because the healing powers did its job. Yeah. Amen. I'm not telling you to quit going to your doctors. I'm not telling you to quit doing whatever you've been doing. Now, if you get a, if you get a prompting on the inside of you that you need to let off or quit this or do this, well, then follow it. It's the Holy Ghost. Amen. I told you about, we're done, but I told you about the, the man that we, we were doing a uh, over in Redding, is it Redding? Well, it was up here in Indiana. I can't remember what the name of this town was. We were doing a Bible study up there, and a little bitty town. We had these group of people coming, and the one guy he worked at the prison where you worked at, Brandon. He worked he worked there, and uh, anyway, he's an older feller, sort of heavy set, and we would go and we do a Bible study every week over there, and he had heart issues. And so he had to take nitroglycerin back then. You know, they would take the nitroglycerin tablets or whatever. Well, one day he went to work and he went off and forgot his tablets. And it was real, it was important for him to take those tablets. 
And so he was there at work, and all of a sudden the fear started to come on me. Oh my gosh, I forgot my tablets, you know. And he said, the Lord said to him at that moment, he goes, why do you need your tablets? You're healed. Now, I didn't say that to him. I didn't tell him you need to, keep, you know, quit taking your tablets. I didn't, I didn't say anything. He said he heard that prompting of the Lord on the inside, just like you, the Lord speaks to you. He said, I, he said, I heard the Lord say, why do you need your, your um, pills? Because you're healed. Well, so he comes home. Anyways, he tells his wife, you know, and his, her, um, Bernita or something. Yeah, Ber Bob and Bernice. And Bernice said to him, you know, she was a, a, a person of faith. And she said, well, if the Lord said that, then praise the Lord. Well, the thing was, he didn't take anymore. He went back to the doctor and he was fine. Well, see, the, the point is, it wasn't, it wasn't initiated by man. It was initiated by God. It was following the Lord. See, that's one thing you did. You asked the, you asked the Holy Spirit to help you. You need to be led of the Holy Ghost. This whole venture to healing is, is dependent upon him, actually. It really is. I don't know why we thought we could, do, we could just get a one, two, three step, and then we could get there. No, everything we do, we need to depend upon him. We need his help. Because everything's different. Every situation's different. Hallelujah. And so we, we want his help. Because whatever he, whatever he says to you to do, then you need to obey because it's one, more, it's one more step closer to your manifestation. It's one more step closer to your healing coming to pass. He may tell you that you need to, he may tell you you need to walk in love. No, I need healing, Lord. He said, well, I know, but you need to walk in love. And you get this done, guess what? That's when your healing begins to, to work. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what the, the Lord, you may be, you, you may not need that, nothing, who knows? But that's why we need his guidance, yeah. amen? But see, you getting in faith will, will open the door for the Holy Spirit to help you. Yeah. The one thing we can be assured of is that if we believe God and we won't quit and we won't get offended and we won't stop, we will get at the end. Yeah. I believe that. I believe that. I mean, even you come and you, you need to come to church in faith. Amen. You, I mean, that would be a good, every time I come to church, the anointing is here and the anointing is going to feed me and the anointing is going to bless me and the anointing is going to heal me and the anointing is going to protect me. I mean, you come believing, you, you come in faith and, and it changes everything. It changes your whole, out, your, your whole outlook on why you come to church. It changes your whole outlook on what you receive. It changes your whole outlook in hearing from God. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. And that, but you've got to stir yourself up. You have to, when we used to, when we uh, went to Charleston, when we were living in Terre Haute, we were driving to Charleston, going to church there, we, do, we had our little Charles Caps confession book. Anyone remember that, the God's Power? And we would do that over and back, over and back. We did that all the way over. We do it all the way back. She'd read it and I'd confess it. And then she'd, we just, we just do that all the way over. Man, time we got to church, we were some of the most happiest people there. We did. We come believing. We come expecting. Amen. And the people that live five minutes away, you know, they're dragging in. But no, we got ourselves prepared. We got ourselves stirred up on the way over. Amen. We were doing something. We were doing something with our faith. Amen. And so when we came into the service, I'll never forget it. I'm, I'm closing. We can never forget. We went to, went to Hardee's. Remember this? I went to Hardee's. And um, we was in a hurry. And so we were going over there. And the lady at the, the um, um, drive-thru, she told me, she goes, you need to pull up. And wait for your food. And, and that hit me the wrong way. I said, lady, I'm not pulling up. I want my food right now. I want it right now. I go, we're in a hurry. And I go, I'm not pulling up. You give me the food. So I sat there and they hurried up and got it for me. Well, the, here's the story. We went to church, didn't we? It's true, it's true. We went to church. We went to church. Pastor Ross, who was our pastor then, 
He got up and he was starting to preach and all of a sudden he, he stopped and, he, and for whatever reason he said it'd be like you going to a drive-thru and, and you don't get it right then. I think he was talking about patience or something. And he said you didn't get it right then and he said no I am not moving up. I want my food right now. I just sort of sunk. <laughs> Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Amen. But see, God can read your mail. God can, God can intervene and he can work with you when you come in faith. Amen. You can get your answers. And he had no idea. He had no idea that he was, what he was saying or doing. I, I just sort of, okay. Lord, forgive me. <laughs> forgive me. God's good. I said God is good. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's stand. So here's what I want you to do. If you want, if you're going to get your healing next week, and you're going to do this, then I get a paper back here. I want you to take the next, next step, because you need to make some commitments. You need to commit yourself. Yeah. Not just, well, I'll see, I'll see. That's what's defeating you all this time. That's what's defeating you all this time is you're not committing. You're just saying, well, I'll see, I'll, you know, whether I can do it or not. No, if you want it bad enough, you'll do it. I think that's, that's what's wrong with a lot of people. They don't want it bad enough. They don't. They just want someone to come up and hand it to them. Give it to me on a, a plate. Feed it to me too, would you please? No, it don't work that way. If you want it bad enough, you're going to do what it takes. And so I want you to commit. If you're going to have hands laid on you, one hands laid on, you're going to get your healing next week. You're going to get in faith. Then there's a sign-up sheet back there. All I, you put your name on there. So that means next week, glory to God, I can say, you know, Cindy's going to be up here to have, well, I don't know shit, but Cindy will be up here to have hands laid on her. She's, this week, glory to God, she's going to be going over her, th her sheet, working her faith, getting, getting ready to get what God has for her. Amen? So commit. Take the step. Amen. You know what you need to do? Do it. Praise the Lord. Get some discipline about you. Get, some, get, get yourself some self-control about you. Amen. Make sure you do it. Cut out some things if you need to so that you can spend more time and getting ready for what God is getting ready to give to you. Amen. Because we're going to get healing flowing in this church. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when and it gets going. Because we're going to have it. It is the will of God. It is the plan of God. Amen. There's too many people suffering with no hope, no way. They don't know nowhere else to turn, but there is a deliverer, there is a healer, and he still wants to provide for them. He still wants to heal them. Heal them. He still wants to set them free, and he still will do miracles. Amen. He is a miracle worker. Well, this is pretty serious. Good. God's good with serious problems. We just got to have the faith to come to him. Amen. So, if you, want, if you want hands laid on your Sunday, go back there, sign up. Glory to God. That's, that's you committing. Glory to God. I'm going to work on it this week. I'm going to get my faith up. I'm going to encourage myself. Amen. We'll have this online. You can go back and listen to it if you need to, to help you and instruct you. And uh, so, amen. All right, every head bowed and every eye closed.